Rich Eisen Show. He's a big boy. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. When did Trey Lance have you? We loved him from the beginning, um, but just to play out the process the way we did, I really started to like Trey as a person to be the quarterback of your team. Where does Jimmy G reside in all of this? Jimmy's definitely our starter right now. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Carolina Panthers head coach, Matt Rule. Coming up, Fox Sports NFL analyst, Michael Vick. Plus, writer and director John Lee Hancock and now it's Rich Eisen all right everybody hour number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air Michael Vick will join us in hour number three lots to talk about with him with the news of the day with uh, Aaron Rodgers and a uh, um, an interesting situation uh, developing with him in uh, Green Bay and then obviously Vick running a 47240 uh, in my run, Rich run, I, I, I just knew when Vic was uh, was uh, part of the eight NFL legends that were gonna that agreed to run for my forty. With all due respect, and I know that's a, a phrase that pays here on the show Uh-oh. to the Hall of Famers. Well, I mean, Jerry Rice and Rod Woodson and Terrell Davis and Chris Carter. You know, uh, I, 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 I knew Ray Lewis, the Hall of Famers. Uh, no matter how hard they tried or ran, um, Vic was going to be the fastest. Everybody that was there, including Eric Metcalf, when Metcalf said he was, he showed up a little bit banged up. Uh, Tory, big game, Holt showed he looked terrific. Everybody, every last one of these uh, legends that showed up knew that Vic was going to run the fastest, and everybody stopped, including all eight donors, including everyone in the stands for the Rams season ticket holders. Every single person. Once Vic got on the line, knew that this was going to be the moment that that everybody was looking forward to, and he ran a four seven two, and he pulled up right in the middle of the forty. You could see it that 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 right around the thirty yard mark, yeah. something happened, and um, you know, I timed it, and Donnie Edwards, we both timed it, and we both were right around the same time, and we decided to go with the lower number four seven two. We go with the lower numbers in the unrun rich run. That's the way I like it. The anti-Mayak. That's the way I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, I it was also my watch, and I'm I think I'm a little bit more of a veteran on on how to how to time this yeah, thing. And yeah. all due respect to Donnie Edwards, the legend from the Los Angeles Chargers who represented that part of the SoFi Stadium in Hollywood Park uh tenancy. So um Vic is going to be joining us talking about how fast he could have run if he didn't pull up. Every last one of the legends said to me that they're up for joining next year now that they'll know that we'll do it. And because this was, again, thrown together in about two months' time to make sure that we could get as much money for St. Jude as opposed to zero because there was no combine. But um, Vic uh, will join us on the show. He also mentioned that one of the legends that was there uh, is the only player who was ever afraid of as a player. I can't wait for him to tell that story. That's coming up later on this show. Also uh, on this program from Zebra Technologies, John Pollard will join us. They tracked all of us. They put these devices on our shoulder pads that they put in the shoulder pads of all the players. So, like, literally they would tape it on our shoulders. For, like, the next-gen stats yes, and all that. Yes, yeah. to see how fast we topped all of the statistics. That's awesome. Miles per hour, all of that. He's going to run it down, and they also comped the four fastest players with players' fastest peak times during plays during this current NFL season. 
based on the height and weight of the current player and the height and the weight of the playing years of the legends. And wait to hear who Vic comped with at his top speed. That's going to be later on in this hour. Later on in this hour, TJ Jefferson, come on down. You're going to tell us what the hell happened on The Price is Right. Okay. You t- you recorded this in March, correct? March the 29th. Okay. Today is May the 4th. Yeah. Be with you. Um, just show just started here so on the West did, Coast, Rich. By the way, when did this start, the May the 4th? We were just talking about that. I feel like it's a thing in the last decade or so because the original Star Wars A New Hope uh, episode four yes. came out May 25th, 1977. So right. it's not like it was released on that day. Or I think no, maybe no, the premiere was that day. It's, it's, and I just wonder, anybody with a lisp, do they have a problem with this? Because that's what it is. Like Mike Tyson? Yes. <laughs> it's, May, it's, it's like a play on words. May the force be with you. Right. Yeah. May yeah, the right. fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like anyone with a speech impediment, do they get it? <laughs> insulted by this because it's not as this date has nothing to do with when any moment nothing. happened nothing it has nothing to do with any of a release date or like yeah may the 4th uh was the date that vader revealed that he was <laughs> luke's father spoiler alert wow come on dude I'm just kidding. right like that was it was on may the 4th where he just sat luke down and say look i'm your father and so, right? It's May the 4th be with you. Ha ha. It sounds like May the 4th. So today, I mean, and how do Star Trek fans most hate today? Because Star Trek doesn't have a day on the calendar. There's no Star Trek day. Well, my, Mike Freeman would tell us that Star Trek day is every day. It's every day, right. <laughs> so. Also, you know, Star Wars, that was the technically the fourth episode, wasn't it? Is that so, right? I, I'm thinking, wasn't it? The I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Ryan in Honolulu, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Great 50th State. What's up, brother? Aloha, Rich. <laughs> What's up, Ryan? Is that some early morning gummies for you over there? What's <laughs> yeah. uh, may the fourth be with you, brother. Okay. I, uh, I have some Star Wars sports names for you, if you okay. don't mind. Please go for it. We're, first of all, you don't sound like you're from Honolulu, uh, Ryan. Well, g'day, ha, then. I'm okay. from Australia. Very good. Good okay, night, so You have the floor. Go for it. All right. We've got a couple of baseball ones here. Mickey Mandalorian. Mickey Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How I like about, it. How right. about Wookie Bets? Wookie Bets. How you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> that, deserves a, that deserves a round of a little golf clap. Wookie Bets. Okay, what else we you got, got? We got NBA legend yeah. Kobe Bryant Kenobi. Kobe okay. Bryant Kenobi. Okay. okay. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> we have Washington Nationals outfielder Juan Solo. <laughs> I'm, enjoying this. I'm enjoying this too much. Okay, what else you got? A- NFL Hall of Famer yeah. Bart Death Star. Bart Death Star. This is like the Australian Chris Berman. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going, Ryan. Uh, What else you got? uh, Brother, uh, that's all I got for today. Congrats on Ron Rich, Ron. You made it in less than 12 parsecs. (laughs) (laughs) Full impulse power. Well done. Well done. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. Why did I enjoy that so much? Because it was great. <laughs> I think it's his delivery. That was very Bill Walton. The delivery was 
Like him and him and Bill Walton, Mike, are have like the same entry uh, for phone calls, right? Yes. He that, screamed aloha. That was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, accent. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> aloha. Twelve parsecs. Good day, Mike. That was awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, are we going to do Revenge of the Fifth tomorrow? Is that Revenge the, of the Fifth. Is I like it. Thing? Why not? <laughs> now, here, here's the three most dangerous words um, for live television. Okay, I understand what the the whole bit for George Carlin was about words you can't say. Yeah. These are the three most dangerous words for live television when you care about what you say. Right. Okay. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> The first recorded reference of the phrase being used of May the 4th be with you was on May 4th, 1979, the day after Margaret Thatcher was elected as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Her political party, the Conservatives, placed a congratulatory advertisement in the London Evening News saying, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. I did not see that on the last season of The Crown, (laughs) but who knew? Margaret Thatcher was not the answer I thought it would be, or the Conservative Party <laughs> of the United Kingdom. Again, here, according here. to Wikipedia. These are not the answers you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. These are not the answers you're looking for. <laughs> Those are the answers I didn't think I would be hearing. <laughs> Why did I find them so funny? By the that way, was amazing. Delivery Mickey, had that, a lot. That was a play on Mickey Morandini, correct? Mickey no, Mandalorian? No, I, I think it might be Mickey Mantle. Or Mickey Mickey Tettleton? Mickey Mantalorian. Mickey Mantalorian. Yeah, that's, that's how I took it. Mickey Mantalorian. Uh, Throwback. Wow. <laughs> Juan Solo. Why did I find that fun? It was the delivery. It, it was, was the Australian delivery. accent, delivery. which we didn't expect from someone from Honolulu. 75% delivery, Best yes. baseball name would be Boba Fett, though. Like, oh, 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 is that a Boba Shed? Boba, Boba Shed, Fett. Boba Fett. Yes. There you go. Del Tuvo did not come up with that. Yeah, There's totally no did. way. No, we're I spitballing am not even, I am on a blank Google search screen Did Don right now. get in your ear? Come no. on. No. Swear to God on my life. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. I mean, that's Boba the great. Boba Fett. Instead of Boba Shed. I love that, Mike. I mean. Spot and dimes, Del Tufo, <laughs> everybody. Every now I and love then. Star Wars in the early days. I mean, I'm trying After to think 2000. one right now to just one-up it. You can't That's going to be tough, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Oh, Bradshaw got a call from Fox. He's now appearing on Fox oh, right now. Yeah, they got a call from Big Fox. You're going to go. That's you're going to go FS1. You're going to go on Moose and Maggie and WFAN <laughs> and give them the gold. You got to give FS1 the gold. That's Baby Fox. Baby Fox. Big Fox said you're going on yeah, Baby I've worked, Fox. I worked on everything this past week. You're going on Baby, Baby Fox. I worked on He's F- on a radio show television show Rich, right now. I even went to Fox FS1. Business Channel at one point cuz FS2 and FS1 and we were I mean That's good to know. Every but he's been he's been called. You must appear on FS1. You may not give Moose and Maggie of the fan in New York all the gold, and the gold being calling Aaron Rodgers weak. What if he just said no? Oh no, 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 no! no. You can't. That call. It's not, he's not saying no. He's. This is also. Look, I know the way this works. I mean, Rich. I've, yeah. I've been around a Hall of Fame analysts this is a this is a check a box on the on the contract uh, appearance yeah. list. Yeah, you're. That's easy. I'll, I'll hit Zoom and talk to Coward. That's a check the box. Check, yeah. So he goes on. Uh, he goes on Moose and uh, and Maggie on the Fan in New York, WFAN, where I once upon a time called in as Rich from Staten Island. 
Right. Back in the day. To Joe? To Joe's show? Hey, no, Rich. Steve Summers. Schmoozing with wow. Summers. Steve Summers. Like, literally 2 in the morning. And I had my boom box. I put the tape in there and hit play and record. record. Oh, yeah. And Those record myself on the fan. Moments. Are you kidding me? No, this is what Rich in Staten Island. Rich from Bristol, I would call into Beningo, you know, after the late right, night right, show. Right, right, right. Afterwards on ESPN. Sure. This is before when I was dreaming. When I was sending resume to, resumes to WFAN asking to be an intern. Okay. And by the way, I found... I, uh, I got I got a, the um, somebody sent me I don't know how I got it I think Chris Carlin sent it to me through somebody the uh, my resume it was in a file in WFAN they snagged it and gave it to me oh, back yeah, yeah. Rich. The, with the with the received stamp on it and then obviously I got rejected I don't want to I don't want to one up you here but I got hired by them WABC. Right before I moved out here, Mike. You know, what? <laughs> you know. Mike, Mike. I know. What? Read the I that's, This is this is not <laughs> the Mike Del Tufo no, show, I mean, which yeah, is which yeah, we already has established. It's gonna happen. Is a topping segment where you top exactly. people. Yes, I just. But you to, know what, Mike? Not struggling. to top you. It all worked out for I, me. It, I mean, obviously. Okay. I mean, for right. <laughs> how about that? Have I stopped caring? Have I shown back from the draft I mean, and stopped caring? Because you love it when I've stopped caring, TJ. It, dude, you love it when I stop. I think caring. it's a combination of the the no sleep. You're a little wired so still my, from three I love straight you, days. My guests on my show need to one up me back, and you just That's did that. All right. I love you, Rich. No, I just I a little you, Staten Islander in me gets all pissed off. You know what no. that is? That's weak. Phrase and pays everybody. That's weak. Love it. Here's the deal. This is the eyes Bradshaw, of Bradshaw takes the approach of this is weak of Aaron Rodgers to be upset. If you're upset about a rookie coming in and taking your job, then you're weak. Because as he points out, the 1980 first overall selection of the Pittsburgh Steelers in that draft, not first overall, I believe, let me get this right because I want to be accurate. I did look it up. It's the 28th overall selection in the 1980 draft. Mark Malone. Oh. Drafted by the Steelers. Quarterback. Ooh. Correct. And Bradshaw was a 32-year-old quarterback going into that season. Coming off of, you know, Super Bowl. a nice run. A nice run. And then I looked it up. He was, he played 14, started four, 15 games um, in in Pittsburgh that year, and then 14 the next, and then nine, because then it was strike shortened. And then 83 was the year in which, if you recall, this came up the other day, um, that he had elbow surgery at, under the pseudonym of Tom Brady, right. which is wild. And then he missed the first 15 games that year, came in um, to Shea Stadium. Again, I looked all this up to try and compare his end career scenario to what, obviously, Rodgers is trying to engineer for himself right now. And uh, he threw a touchdown pass, heard his elbow pop. It was the last throw of his career. He never played again. He came off the field. And guess what? That also shut down Shea for the Jets. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Played that the last football game in Shea Stadium. Giants, back to over I to guess Jersey. this is what's saying, in, again, wow. according to Wikipedia, three of the most dangerous words. Yeah. Wow. And uh, didn't know that. Because I remember when the Jets his moved. his NFL career, I'm reading it out here, um, before Bradshaw's elbow problems came about, the team chose to pass up Marino in the 83 draft. Oh. <laughs> and then he had the elbow problem. And uh, sure enough, Bradshaw 
1983, December 10th, felt a pop in his elbow throwing his final pass, a 10-yard touchdown to Calvin Sweeney. Bradshaw later left the game, never played again. The two touchdowns Bradshaw threw in what would be the final NFL game played at Shea Stadium and the last NFL game played in New York City proper to date. Who knew? Wait, so Bradshaw's last ever throw is a touchdown? Yeah. That's Ted, Ted Williams style. I mean, that, that was it. And he retired, which was surprising to many, but I mean, I mean, he had surgery and then it popped again. I, I, I can't imagine he'd want to go through all that rehab in 1983. Oh. He retired at age 35. Wow. And Rodgers is about to be 38 this year. Wow. So, But here's the difference. They didn't have, like, the clock starting on Mark Malone with a five-year contract, <laughs> right, where, where they had to figure out before year four, yeah. do you pick up the year five option to the tune of maybe what, you know, the Steelers were paying the entire team collectively back in 1983. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a different time. A totally different time. And it's not like, you know, you can't sit here and say, play the way you play, and the kid's not going to be out there. Like, you shouldn't even pay attention to all that noise. It's weak for you to pay attention to that noise. And you can't say that because it appears it doesn't matter what you do. The Packers are going to turn to this kid. And the way that your contract has been set up, and the way that they had to know the way his contract had been set up when they drafted Jordan Love was that his guaranteed dollars run out after this year. So it doesn't matter the way that he plays. They're going to go to Jordan Love. They have to in 2022 because, if I'm not mistaken, by the end of 2023, they got to figure out if they're picking up his option. That could be over $20 million bucks. And if Rodgers is saying, I want to have a contract that takes up those two years of your evaluation of Jordan Love, based on the contract, you're not going to trade me because it would kill your cap. Then that's when the Packers are saying, we're going to go to Love. It's set up. The, st- the writing is on the wall. And before this season starts, the only way you could head that off at the pass is to do what he's doing right now. I will just, again, again, I'm not, I don't have a bust in Canton. I don't have four Super Bowl rings. You know, I never was in a Burt Reynolds movie. <laughs> With Mel Tillis. Right? I didn't go on a cannonball run. Was he in that? Or yeah. mixing up Hooper. Right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not Terry Bradshaw. So he has that point of view from old school. I don't think this is weak. I think it's smart what he's doing right now. This is his endgame scenario. And he just played his best football. And if he does it again, what's the team gonna do? Give him that contract extension then and there because they have no choice? Or they're just going to say, Aaron, it was great run, man, but we've got to go to Jordan Love. And I know it's kind of crazy. No, it's kind of crazy, but we this is the plan that we've had. I don't think his play could head this off at the pass the way that, Aaron, that, that Terry is saying. That doesn't strike me as possible. He's got leverage now. 
I don't think he's got the leverage if he plays it out and he plays so well. You know, the fan base may freak out. But I think the leverage is now, not at the end of the 2021 season. I I don't think at all. I think they got to actually figure out by the end of 2022 if you have to pick up his fifth-year option, right? Darnold has played, I don't care if sounding it out on live TV, Darnold played three years. He played in 2018, 2019, and 2020. They had to figure it out right now. So Love, 2019, I mean, 2020, 2021, 2022. They got it by the end of, not this coming season, the following season. season. That's why they got to get him out there in 2022. And Rodgers is saying, I want to be paid beyond this season. Means I want to be paid for 2022, which means he's the starter. That's it. I mean, I just boiled it all down for you. It's not weak weak It's smart. So Jordan Love's getting traded is what you're saying. I don't think so. Unless unless Rodgers is forcing himself to get traded, like the Packers have got to look themselves in the mirror and say, do we really want to evaluate Jordan Love? And, And if we don't, because we need to give Rodgers what he wants, because otherwise we're up, you know what, without a paddle in 2021, and also maybe we're losing out his MVP windows of age 39 and 40 in the same way that Brady's doing it all the way to 44, you know, but you're also allowing the quarterback to dictate terms to your front office, which is not the way old school franchises will allow it. Mm-hmm. Not weak, it's smart. Let's take a break. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we'll hit a little bit more on this subject. Stop me if you've heard that before. (laughs) TJ Jefferson on TPIR. Come on down. What happened? I can't wait to hear this story. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Where did the nickname Showtime come from? Uh, it was my godfather, Troy Hawkins. Him and my dad, but really him. Every, they, they would watch me play, and I would make the diving plays and stuff like that in baseball. And they said it, it, that I was always it was Showtime when I was on the field. And so they always used to call me Showtime, especially my godfather, LaTroy. LaTroy Hawkins. That is a name I have not heard in a while. Yeah, yeah. That's a Minnesota Twins connection with your dad, right? Yes, Pretty yes much sir. He, uh, he came up a little bit after my dad, and my dad kind of took him under his wing, I think. And then LaTroy ended up having a great career where he played, I think, 21 years in the big leagues. I mean, he played forever, it seemed like. And uh, he, I've, I've stayed in touch with him forever. He still comes to a lot of my games, even now. And uh, he, he's been someone that uh, has been a great, another great mentor for me. Okay, Patrick. Um, look, I appreciate you calling in here greatly. And I appreciate the text exchange that I had with you the other day <laughs> where you were gentle in rejecting my suggestion to give you a new nickname of the patrol. I really appreciate that, Patrick. <laughs> it, was, it was a good idea. I, mean, I just kind of was playing down the nicknames as much as possible as I, uh, at that point. So it's okay, great. So you're saying... you're <laughs> saying works for you. No, 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 hold on a second. You, you're saying that it's not a judgment on the actual creativity of the nickname. It's just you attempting to be humble, tamping down any of the accolades right now because you're focused on winning is that what you're saying well yeah i mean just for me in general i mean it's it's all about the football it's all about the team and so i know that the nicknames are a cool thing to do with the uh, social media and everything that's around right now but uh for me it's all about just being a, a teammate and someone that's just a part of this organization and a part of a team that wants to win so if you had an ego let's just let's just again let's put it in a box here you have an ego you don't care about being humble at all you're just you're just pounding your chest. Nickname of the Patrol. Do you like it? <laughs> be honest. Be honest. Uh, I don't know. I've had so, there's been so many nicknames that have came out lately, and uh, I'm just gonna kind of keep it at just Patrick right now. You're being polite. I like it. <laughs> uh, you're being. Yeah. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. That was fun with uh, Patrick Mo. Hey, man. I tried, um, and I failed miserably once again. I'm gonna give up that ghost. <laughs> I'm gonna give up that ghost. Until and, someone else and named I Pat or say, Matt comes I will just along. say, I will just say to all the Pats and Matts of the world, I'm waiting for you. Show up, shine out, and see if you deserve it. <sighs> Is that why he's never been on the show since then? <laughs> now he's got a baby. He's part owner of the Royals. Thank like, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. He's hey, Royals lot, are doing well. He's got a lot going on. Royals, at, Royals are having a good 2021 so far. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate. Uh, John Pollard, the vice president of Zebra Technology Sports, is joining us in about 13 minutes' time to give us all the statistics that were uh, accrued by their technologies that were placed on all the runners of Run Rich Run. We will reveal who is the fastest 
in terms of speed and some great comps that uh, that have been uh, put out there um, between the runners at the 40 and what players in the league were able to top out in terms of top speed. I can't wait to show that to you all. That'll be later on in the show. John Lee Hancock, the director of The Little Things, which is out on DVD. He's also the writer and director of The Blind Side and The Rookie. So some great sports movies we'll be talking about in hour number three of this program. My favorite game show of all time is The Price is Right, I'm not going to lie. In college, um, I would blow off classes many, many, many times and just sit there and watch Bob Barker. Uh, I would just know all the pricing games. I knew everything about everything. I knew that whenever anybody came out of contestants row and Bob stayed on his mark where he stood to see who would come out of contestants row, I knew he was about to give away a brand new car. I knew everything about the blocking of the show. (laughs) It's a fact. When the NFL reached out to me and for some reason needed two NFL network people to promote the Super Bowl on CBS coming up and later on uh, and they that 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 month and they asked me would I actually be on participate on the show and give away a showcase and I said absolutely however my requirement is I would have to say the words brand new car <laughs> and sure enough they gave me the showcase where there was a brand new car and I actually said those words in a brand new car brand that's new what you have to say to you got to go up so when I heard TJ Jefferson sir Mm-hmm. You said that you had run the gauntlet to try out for the prices right in a pandemic and had received the go-ahead to be one of, what, 12? 12. Contestants. And as 12 we know, there's only four spots on contestants row and then five pricing games after the original four. So that's nine spots. Nine spots. Out of 12. Mm-hmm. So you would go to this studio in a pandemic with a chanced 75% shot. Woo. To get out of contestants row, appear on contestants row, and get out of contestants row. You ha- shot this. When did you shoot this? Uh, we shot this on March the 29th. Okay. Which. And you have not said a word to anybody about it, right? Not a single solitary You were sworn to secrecy soul. by Drew Carey himself, right? I mean, I mean, he, he looked at they looked at us all and said, oh, no, no, no speaking. No speaking. Got a hint. No and speaking. so today on May the 4th. Yes. It has aired. It aired on the East Coast before we came on the air, and it's airing right now on the right West now. Coast. We are in the dark. We have we no idea. No, we're not did watching. You, did you not to even yeah, tell your watching. own mother about what happened, I correct? did not tell my own mother. She was a little upset, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Friends of yours as were, were knocking up. Did Ashton ask you? You know, it's funny. Your he, friend Ashton? He FaceTimed me before the show, literally right before we went yes. on air, and he was like, bro, like, am I going to have to take time out of my day to watch this? Just tell me. I was like... I can't say anything. I, I, you know, I so can't. you're telling every friend, mm-hmm. you must watch. You must watch. Okay, but now you are telling us what happened. So, <laughs> TJ Jefferson, come yeah. on down. Did you get the call to contestants row on the episode of The Price is Right airing on May the 4th? Be with you. I feel weird, right? Because I'm, I just happened to... Log on to the prices right yes. on my account. Yes. Right when we went to break. So I'm looking at the show. I I mean, I, I don't want to like ruin it for someone. Doesn't who, matter. Who might if they're watching be Peacock. Watching it. By the way, by the way, if there is a human being on planet Earth <laughs> that is double screening the Rich Eisen show on Peacock and the price is right on their local CBS radio affiliate, too salute to them. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> Come on. Come I'll just on. I'll just say this. At Come on. No, you're sh- saying you're I'm saying gonna, what happened. I'm gonna tell you. The show just went to commercial. There's a good chance you might 
see someone you know in the show so you comes got, right back from commercial. There's a call. Oh, yeah. There's, There's a slight. There's a slight chance oh, yeah. that you might okay. see someone Mike, you so, know. So you want to let, let's do this then. Yes. If you're uncomfortable revealing this now, can we give it five minutes? No. No, no, no. That's because, not how our no, time clock no, works. No, because that means you spin a wheel uh-huh. and you have a chance to go to the big showcase yes. later on. If you do all that. Yes, uh, yes correct. So I want to say this. We have time mm-hmm. on the back and very end last segment of this show. Okay. We can hit all of that then. We'll do that. Because I want to make sure that you're comfortable and that you're not giving anything away other than the fact that you can confirm you did get to contestants row. You did get to contestants row. TJ Jefferson, come come on down. You know, here's the deal, Rich. I've kept this secret for so long, even though people on the East Coast knows it just makes me feel better. Just TJ, just shut up. All answers will be told in the next probably minute and a half. All right, he's going to make me do this. I can't believe it. Magic eight ball. (laughs) Magic eight ball. Did TJ Jefferson get called to contestants row? Uh oh. Is it a win? Wait a second, guys. All I'm saying is the TV's on now. Hold on a minute. It says. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. This is perfect. Oh no! It says reply hazy. Ask again later. Oh no! <laughs> it's what it's like. He's actually going Rich, ahead. Ask again right now. Did he make it? Ask again right, right now. now. Just Did ask again. Make right it to ask again row. like right uh, now. Most likely. He's on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just now, got called. Like, wait a minute. Is this like is this like baseball where we're not allowed to, you know, like without express written consent of Bob Barker? I'm watching on my Ma- Apple Watch right now. Good, good. You know, Mark Goodson, <laughs> Bill Todman production. Or is it like a no hitter? We don't talk about it. Oh, okay, no. just keep But it's already done. Keep watching. It's happening. It's, just, happening. Way, it's literally happening it's right, right now. Up and go it's on the literally other happening right, right now. now. We got a camera over there. It's You're going to want to see this, happening. Rich. Hurry up over here. Go. It's go. literally go. happening right go. now. There's like an electric <laughs> bike. Hurry up, Rich. There's Rich. like a nice coffee, coffee set, set, and then there's an electric bike. There we go. All right. Okay, very good. So this is what you have to You're bidding on this electric bike and coffee maker? There you are, you're clapping. Oh, he's clapping. Yes, you're clapping. Oh, he's sweating. He's so sweating. Wait a minute. Brow. So he made it out of contestants, row? Yes. yes. He made it out of contestants. Row. I'm going to do a car. A car. Yes. Yes. TJ can win a car. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. This is amazing. Let's go. I can't it's believe we're doing this. I cannot believe Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Brand new car. You can win a coffee maker. Oh, that's terrible. This is a bike. Which this is an actual bike. electric bike is like five. By the way, if you got the coffee maker. Key oh, is the game. Master key is the game. This is going to take a while. Oh, what so unlocks the car, TJ? TJ, did you ever watch Master Key? Okay, this is a rare with, game. This so is let me be honest a, with you guys. I spent three weeks watching episodes of Price Right. I never saw this game. Oh. I feel, be, I, I've ne- it's, it's a rare game, dude. Yeah. This is so hard. Oh, and it I, takes I've a never while, seen too. this game, guys. But look what's My coming up. My heart's thumping Why right now. So I mean, this is amazing. Wait, wait, when did your carry grow this big-ass beard? Oh, he's had it for years. He looks yeah. like, are you serious? He yeah. looks like Jeff Bridges. He actually, 
That's actually trimmed <laughs> to what it used to be. Okay, here we go. Oh, popcorn oh, machine. Popcorn oh, machine. I'll take that if you want that, TJ. By the way, you've got to bring in this popcorn machine if you, <laughs> if you win want it. it. Yeah. I want this popcorn. Want oh, seven, 41. 41. $41. It's not a $71. 41. It's 41. That's one key. That's one key. Grab the key. Take the middle key. Take the middle key. There's five keys. Yes. He takes the middle key. No, he's not looking. He takes the oh, second oh, okay. to the right key. I didn't look. I didn't look. <laughs> All right. All right, TJ. What are you going to unlock? Oh, oh you got to do that later. That's right. They Here's wait. another key. Here's a basket. Five eighty-four. That's that's a $58 basket. It's not an $84 yeah, basket. No way. No what's way. in it? What's what's the, oh, no, no, no. oh, well, you got to get what's in it, yeah, too. No, it's in oh, it. it's an $84 basket. It's an $84. It's an $84 basket. Here's where I messed up. I listened to That's an $84 basket. I listened to the people. Come on, TJ. TJ. 84 no, oh, it went 58. 58. No! 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 <laughs> TJ! Oh, he only has one key. We need to find I mean, a friend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on, TJ. It's an $84 key. Uh-oh. Master right. key. Does it unlock what the... Uh, does it unlock? Does it... Okay, it does not. Oh, un- coffee maker. No coffee maker. No coffee maker. maker. Okay, he's going to oh. unlock the electric bike. bike. No, 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 no. Okay, oh. all right, oh. all right. Does it unlock the car? Oh my God! Does it unlock the car? Let's go! Does it unlock the car? Does it unlock the car? Does it unlock the car? He's turning the key. No! Oh, TJ! Oh, that was so riveting. You were so close. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, some I just, nice parting gifts for you. I just what did you, what did you get to, though to get out of contestants' role? What did you bid on to get out of a contestants' ping pong table? Oh, oh, can you bring that in bring here? It? Well, I yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, you don't have room for a ping pong that table in your fantastic. apartment, do you? So, uh, I mean, yeah, I do, but it would take up a lot of space. Oh my, I mean, uh, my, it's my heart, it's my heart is. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so, I so alive. I was so nervous for you. Oh, you're still in play for the showcase. Oh, still in play for the showcase. Showcase Let's still in play. Let's take a break. I, mean, I apologize when I'm late for uh, my friend at Zebra Technology. <laughs> you're watching our friend blow it on the Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm, I feel so alive. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
What is it like when you're back there? You know you're going to get it. Yeah. The eight in the box or nine in the box yeah. that you see knows you're going to get it. Yeah. And you know you're going to give it to them. Yeah. And they know you're going to give it to them. <laughs> what is that like for uh, you? I just, I just love the game. I love having the ball in my hands and I love making plays. And I don't know. I just, it's just the game, man. Like that feeling when you, when everybody knows and I can't stop it. It's just, it's an indescribable feeling, man. And that's just speaking for like us as a team. And, you know, I just, I just love the game. Yeah, I know you're smiling. You're just smiling as you're saying this. It is just, it must be an amazing feeling to have that ability. Derek Henry here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did you hear what Earl Thomas said before the divisional playoff game in Baltimore, saying that the the Patriots didn't want to tackle you, but they were going to have a different Oh, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Everybody was sending it to me. Everybody was showing it to me. Yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Okay, so now later on, you're in Baltimore. You get the ball. You're on the edge. Did you know that was Earl Thomas that yes, was coming for you? Definitely knew that was Earl Thomas. Did you give him a second shove because it was Earl Thomas? Yes. <laughs> I was wondering. Because <laughs> yes. you gave him you gave him one in the front and you gave him one slightly unnecessary one in the back. But what's so funny about that is I was so focused on giving him another shove that I ran myself out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first time he kind of turned around yeah. and I could have turned up Phil, but I was so focused on this, like giving him a show that I ran myself out of bounds. But yeah, but yeah, I definitely did that because of that. So then the last question is, was it worth it to run yourself out of bounds? I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Henry here on the Rich Eisen show. Yes, I thought so, too, that you were in the moment like, OK, I remember this. I see who's coming at me. And again. I love Earl Thomas. I think he's going to have a bust in the Hall of Fame one yeah, day. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, me too. But everybody's, you're an equal opportunity. Everybody gets some yep. type runner. Exactly. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. At Rich Eisen Show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, right here on Peacock TV, where we just I mean, went. Uh, I, I, honestly, I mean, <laughs> me and Brock, we just watched TJ Jefferson on <laughs> on The Price Is Right, which he recorded late March. Unbelievably, you were on the your game, your pricing game. You got out of contested throw and played a pricing game just as we were on the air, and had a huge amount of time for us to just chit chat. You know, it just worked out perfectly. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. A game I with no idea how to play. I mean, we, like we said, that master key is. I know. Doesn't are we, come are up we back on our often. radio audience yet here on the Rich Eisen Show? Okay, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio audience all together. I, I've been fortunate to do a lot of things in my career, and you know, and I, I, I don't get nervous. I don't get you know. I mean, I'm literally shaking right now, having just watched T.J. Jefferson have a <laughs> shot at a car on the Price is Right on live Rich Eisen show real estate. It was great. So I, I didn't we'll win talk, the car though. But. We'll take we'll talk more about this uh, later on 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 uh, on our show. Uh, Michael Vick's going to be on at the top of the third hour. Lots to talk about with him, including that four seven two that he run um, at my Run Rich Run in SoFi Stadium at Hollywood Park um, two Saturdays ago. It was such a three Saturdays ago. Now it was such an amazing day, and Run Rich Run had two corporate sponsors, Lowe's and Zebra Technologies, which was all over our race on race day to get as many metrics as possible. And they also the best metric is they gave a nice chunk of change to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And here to talk about all the metrics that were 
uh, acquired that day by all 17 runners, eight donors, eight NFL legends, and yours truly is the vice president of Zebra Sports for Zebra Technologies, John Pollard. Nice to chat with you, John. Hey, Rich. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Appreciate it. So what did your numbers glean based on what you saw on that day, John? Walk me through what jumps out at you. I assume many numbers come across your eye gate, to use a Michael Irvin phrase. <laughs> well, there certainly was a lot of storylines that came from the tracking data that our system collected. And, and Rich, as, as your audience probably knows, that when they see the next-gen stats data uh, during broadcast, if they visit NFL.com, where the Zebra Technologies is the enabling technology that's collecting all the data, the tags and the shoulder pads, and the receivers around the stadium are picking up information. And, of course, during your Run Rich Run event, we were able to pick up uh, really interesting storylines for not only yourself and your run attempts, uh, but also all the participants as well. Now, so before uh, um, before you d- dive into that, those are the black, what, they, they looked like checkerboard pieces, to be honest with you, just the size of that, right? It's about the size of a quarter. It was about, uh, what, a quarter of an inch thick? And it was, about a, yeah. it was taped right, on a, each one of our shoulders right, for the run. Right, right. There's, there's one on each shoulder, and they're actually a diameter. U.S. nickel is the diameter of that. U.S. Bag. nickel. Okay, and these are on – You, how many players do you put the, this equipment on uh, every week in the NFL, John? Every single player in the NFL, both on the sidelines and in the game themselves, are wearing those tags. No kidding. And we're collecting data. There's also a tag in the football as well ah. that we engineered, and it's collecting velocity and rotational and height information as well. Interesting. What's the PSI around that tag, John? That tag, the tag does not have the capability to identify pounds. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Good question, though. Rick. No, no, you know what, John? I, I just, you know, I've got, uh, I've got some history with that subject matter. Talking about it. Okay. So I want to get back to that in a second. Put a pin on the on the football. So uh, we were all wearing it. Uh, I know that. Um, and so what 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 numbers jump out at you? From the run, from well, the run. Well, it was interesting, Rich. Let's talk about your two runs, if we, if we may. Go for um, it. You know, because we're tracking not only the speed, we track total distance with our tags as okay. well. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, um, during uh, the run, your, your fastest run, um, we all think, when you think 40-yard dash, everybody's running in an extreme linear fashion, right? Oh, I'm going to only run 40 yards. Well, actually, in your first run, you were 40.7 yards. What do you mean? There's a little bit of variance to the right and left as you're running from the start line to the finish line. You're moving from right to left. So you talk about the efficiency, and that's actually a stat for running backs in the NFL using next-gen stats is run efficiency, how much distance a runner travels to travel one yard. Right. For your entire first run, you ran 40.7 yards total, and, of course, you had a 6.03 uh, 40 time on your first run. Our tags also were able to identify um, where you met your top speed during that run. So what? you actually reached your top speed at a 30.1-yard line. Is that good? What does that tell you? Because it says it, it seems to me that if if I ran forty point seven yards, mm-hmm. th- that that means I didn't have too much wobble, did I? Going right. from side no, to side, it was very it was very straight, extremely straight. It was excellent, efficient run. Thank you, John. Uh, your your okay. second run was a little less efficient, and you also logged a, a higher forty times. So there you uh, go. So right. how did my how did John Pollard, vice president of Zebra Sports here on the Rich Eisen show, how did my, you know, uh, distance traveled, if you will, compared to the NFL legends? Was I, well, was, let's talk let's talk about the explosive capabilities. And Rich, I gotta say, you you ran a pretty explosive forty for someone running in a suit and tie. So okay. it's, it's pretty good. But for comparison, let's use the other extreme. Okay. Uh, Michael Vick, who we all know now that ran a four point seven two forty yard time. Yes, John. 
he actually reached a top speed of 20.85 miles an hour. That's unbelievable. And his top speed, where he reached his top speed, and this is where we really enjoy what our technology provides, not only us as fans and, and media, right, but the teams themselves are using this information to help develop and, and train their players and, and research their players and game plans. But Michael Vick reached his top speed at the 21.07-yard line. So when you think about how explosive and quick that we see with our eyes as we watch Michael play, uh, he also still at 40 years old was able to communicate that during the 40-yard dash attempt. He was the fastest in terms of the quickest person getting to his top speed at 20.07 was the yard line where he reached his top speed. The other person, though, what was really amazing to me um, was Ray Lewis. Um, Ray Lewis uh, was second and reaching his top speed at the eight, um, at, which was incredible. He stayed in, he wouldn't get to his friend zone as quick as, almost as quick as Michael Vick. So, uh, yeah, because he was the second in terms of miles per hour. Uh, he almost, he almost got to 19 miles an hour, and Vick was the only one who topped 20 miles an hour. Okay. And then, you know, I, I got, I could get, I could have gotten ticketed in a 15 mile an hour zone. So th- is it better to top off at, at your speed midway through the run like Vic did or to get it at the 30 yard line like I did? What's, what, what's well, your. That's a, that's a great question. Thank you. Because actually, your run, um, your, your fastest time. Yes. Even though you, you reached it, this is interesting, your slowest 40 time, yes. you actually reached a higher miles per hour. What the hell? During the run, so my and, issue was yeah. what? So then, why did I run a slower one based on your on your statistics? Was it my start? Was it the fact that I was I was zigzagging all over the place? What happened? Right. You stayed in an accelerated your your top acceleration zone. Yeah, you stayed longer in your first run. So even <laughs> though you peaked on your uh, peaked at a certain point, you right. stayed longer in the acceleration zone during the first the first effort. During your second effort as well. You seem to slow down a little bit before the finish line, where you stayed pri- primarily in your acceleration zone as close to the finish line as possible during the first run. So, you ran your know, your your time in that zone yes. allows you to get a better time. Um, and so, think about this: we're talking about a four-yard dash, but imagine you know if you're scouting and evaluating players. We talked about linear path and efficiency in running. We talk about how long someone takes uh, it stays in their acceleration zone. We can also identify how fast someone gets from a start, a start, a starting point like a wide receiver into their fastest zone, and all this information is now available to teams uh, in the NFL as they research and evaluate their players. Interesting. So, are you going to pass my information on to the National Football League, John? Let's be honest. You're going to pass that on. Well, well, let's talk about that for a second, Rich. Um, when we looked at your miles per hour, yes, uh, we noticed that your fastest time. Mm-hmm. Um, would have put you the 19th fastest recorded speed amongst offensive linemen back <laughs> in the NFL in 2020. Um, your slower time, yes. which was still pretty good, uh, was uh, would have put you in the 22nd fastest recorded speed amongst offensive linemen in 2020. So, Rich, you know, for an offensive line, you might want to put a few more pounds on. Uh, but look, <laughs> your, your speed is, gets you in an offensive line group. You, you might consider that. So are you saying that me as a 51-year-old man running in a suit um, was faster at my top speed than all but 19 National Football League offensive linemen's top speed from the 2020 National Football League regular season? Is that what you're telling me right now? That, I am telling you that. Correct. Wow. And just for context... The fastest offensive lineman tracked in 2020 was Trent Williams. 
Um, he recorded an 18.08 miles per hour speed. Right. And it was a play where his quarterback got sacked, fumbled, and a defender was running the ball back for a defensive touchdown. And he was in, in chase. And so that's when he recorded his top speed. <laughs> It's amazing. Oh, man. Before I let you go, John Pollard, uh, VP of Zebra Sports here on the Rich Eisen Show, and Zebra Technologies, a partner of Run Rich Run, and so generous with their time and obviously their their technology on the run day. You mentioned that there is uh, something of, of what What do you call it? It's not a chip. What do you call it inside the ball? What is that again? It's an RFID tag, so radio okay. frequency identification technology, and it's a tag inside the Okay, tag inside the football that you are putting inside. Of, all footballs have a tag inside of it. When it's being spun in the National Football League, there is a tag inside a National Football inside the Duke from Zebra Sports. Do you have the, the capability of telling uh, 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 anybody, say in a Zebra shirt, uh, whether a first down has been gained or a touchdown line has been broached due to the technology? Is that possible? Technically, it is possible. We have tags not only in the players and the ball, but we have tags in the referees. I want to mention that. that all that information goes back to the league office, and they use that for research and analysis. But we have tags in the pylons in the end zone and also the first down markers and yardage markers on the side. So this is all up to the NFL on how they utilize the information. But from a technical perspective, the accuracy and the precision of our technology is sub a couple of inches in location. So someday in the future, you certainly could use our technology and other capabilities to help provide, provide more efficiency in running the game and perhaps also help uh, the referee crew uh, augment what they do on the field in terms of placing the ball for first down marks or when the ball crosses the goal line. It's technically feasible. Yeah, how about right now? Or you're, or you're just like literally right now if the NFL decided, you know, let's just do it. Um, can it be done right now? Or you're, you're, you and Zebra are not, um, if you could speak, for it, like comfortable that it's accurate enough just yet. What do you think? We're comfortable where the technology could, could take us. It's, okay. uh, I'm, I'm being judicious on purpose. Of you know, we're a partner of the league, and we have to. Be, the league has to be very pragmatic when introducing new technologies and capabilities and right. information sources, not just ours, right? And so, you know, technically, we'd love to continue to explore that with the league if that's part of their agenda. Um, and but we 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 help enterprise companies around the world, retail environments, warehouses identify things in these large environments. So we believe that our technology can help uh, provide that opportunity in football, American football, as well as other sports. So, yeah, we're ready to try that if, if, whenever the league is ready to try it. Well, you're more accurate than an index card, aren't you, John? Right? I mean, at the very least. I, well, I'd like to think about the R&D and investment that we have <laughs> and the trust that our, that our clients put in us. So, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think we're a little bit more accurate than All right, last, index card, Rich. Last one for you. i got about a minute left. Why did? Why are you putting this technology on a ref to see how fast uh, they're running? Is that really what you're doing? Well, actually, I think with the, how the information is, and I'm not privy to the meetings that are held at, in the football ops group in, you know, in New York, but that information can help uh, identify when a play, when a penalty is called, where the location of the of the of the official is, are they in the right place at the right time, and they can assess and research. Uh, that and then grade out their their crews. So I'm assuming that that's how the league is using it. They can associate when a play is called or during a certain type of moment uh, during a game. Is everybody in position in the right position throughout the game? John, thanks for your your partnership. I hope this continues for many years to come. Thank you for the call and for everyone. As do I, Rich. It was a pleasure. Thank you. That's John Pollard, VP of Sports at Zebra Technologies. They could not have been greater partners. That was so much fun. Michael Vick, the man who ran that 4-7-240, when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. 
All right. All right, Rich, you need uh, to Rich, hurry up and come over. Come over, Rich. Uh, did, did, he make, did he make he the final, made the final he showdown? showdown. <laughs> They've made their <laughs> wagers. Mike, can we turn the volume up? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't re-air it. You can't do that. All right, we're on Peacock. You made it to the final showcase? You did! I did. Get yeah. out of here, dude! <laughs> yeah, he spun yes. the wheel and I got 85 cents. I got 85. I went first. And then you're kind of like, have oh, you to... freeze 85. Yeah, you, no, I got... 35 and then 60, I believe. Oh, or, and so stay. I okay. rolled twice. Okay. I went first. Right. And then it's like you're supposed to sit there and cheer for the other two, but it's like, <laughs> am I supposed to cheer for you to beat me? But like, so I clapped. You know? He's not great at math, but he's great he's at spinning 50, the wheel. Exactly. I was just going to yeah. say. 35, 35, 35 and 50. 35 and 50. Don't worry, TJ. Oh, my bad. Yeah, whatever. I'm so an, we're I'm about a to. Person. I, I, I don't know if this is going to match up. We only have about less than two minutes to go. Yeah, we, they'll, they'll be back. They'll, they'll be back. Commercial. So you've made your bid. What do you, what do, what do you have the possibility of bidding? Uh, I, two Harley-Davidson motorcycles. Oh, my God. And oh. a trip to oh, Florida so for, uh, I forget what it was for. He's right. And okay. something else. So, it was, so she passed. TJ was the second one. So she passed the motorcycles to TJ. Yeah. She had she a car. Any motorcycles. What did she, she? What did she get? Hers was a car. Hers was a car and oh, some other like a stuff. Kitchen By the set. Way, you don't need a car, do you? Those I mean, Harleys are about twenty-five, stuff, right? twenty, eighteen, you to pay twenty. Pay taxes on these Harleys in advance. In advance. Again, we're coming back here yeah. on uh, on this show. Hopefully soon. We've got about a minute and twenty to go on Peacock. <laughs> this is amazing. In advance. In advance. You do not know how to ride a motorcycle. Oh, we're back. We're back. I do not know how to. Okay. Ride. Here we go. We're back. You bid forty-five thousand on that. I mean, it's over. It's so over. I don't know. Forty-five thousand. I think, I, I think it's high. Guys. I think it's high. Trip to Florida, two motorcycles. Expensive. Okay, we're a minute to go. Oh my the God. actual retail price is. Oh, oh, he's well. Gosh, you're over. How far over were you? Oh my gosh. Sorry, Katie. You TJ, lost to no Katie. Uh, you lost to Katie. Uh, Katie, what did she bid? She bid twenty six thousand five hundred. Oh, she went to double over. She's for double over. Double over too. She went double over. Double over. We both went over. Yeah. She should have just bid a dollar. Here's the deal. I knew I was over, and I was, and I wanted to tell her Most you should bet a dollar. And I was like, Nah, you can't do that. Uh, Most you, importantly, you, we got 20 seconds left. What, what, what were the nice parting gifts you received? I got a ping pong table and a popcorn maker. Oh, popcorn hey! Bring them in. Bring them in. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was a Bring really nice TJ. TJ. It was a great experience, though, man. We, double, we waited five weeks for a double over. <laughs> I mean, fantastic. Right. Michael Vick, we come back. <laughs>